just introduce myself. My name's Samer, and I have my co-host right here. You can introduce Lucas. Yeah, we're not <laughs> going to disclose any more information. But anyways, um, we're just going to talk about playoff predictions if the NHL were to start today. So any any thoughts before we get started? No, I think we're good to go. Yeah, I'm just excited to, to talk about hockey since there's nothing going on related to it. <laughs> All right, anyways, so in charge of the Eastern Conference, so he'll be predicting um, like the series for the Eastern matchups. And for me, I'll do the West, but we're still going to pitch in on the arguments and agreements and just just take a thorough deep uh, take a thorough dive into the teams and which team we think would win so yeah you want to get started off with the east all right so uh these predictions are based off the current standings if the playoffs started today you know who would face who so i'll start off with the first wild card in the east which would be boston versus columbus and so obviously Boston's been at the top of the league pretty much the whole year. You know, they're the team to beat and, uh, you know, are heavily favored to take that series if that is what we end up getting. Only problem with that is so was Tampa last year. So, you know, Columbus, they're going to really want to prove that it wasn't a complete fluke. And, you know, they'd certainly like to take out Boston considering what happened last year. You know, obviously Boston took them out. So there's that. On top of that, they're a better team than a lot of people give them credit for. It. People just think because they lost Panarin, Shane, Bobrovsky, all that, and Dzingel, uh, that they're a weak team. But in reality, there's you know they still they put up a good fight all year, especially without all those guys. Hell, if anything, they're they're higher in the standings yeah. than Panarin, Bobrovsky's team. So you know exactly. they're doing something right. So they're gonna be you know a threat at the end of the day. They still have, you know, Seth Jones, Cam Atkinson, Nick Foligno, Mm -hmm. you know, Dubois, among others. So they're still a hell of a team. As for Boston, you know, there's not really much that hasn't been said already. They strengthened at the deadline by adding Kasha and Richie. You know, they've had Rask, who's been playing excellent for them all year long. That top line's working just as well as ever. And my prediction, as of right now, I think Boston in six. Just because they're just, I feel like they're really motivated after what happened last year to, uh, you know, they want to make it all the way. They want to get back from the failure of last year in the finals. All right, excellent. So Yeah, just just to add on on that, for Columbus, mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't really know, like, like their defense is, I'm pretty pretty sure their defense is still just as good or if not even better because – Lucy Panarin and Duchesne is affect more of their power play. But mm-hmm. think about it. Their penalty kill is still the exact same. They still have the same. Oh, yeah. Men. So the defense is still just as good. It's just that. Exactly. Though no. lacking that, you know, year, but Dubois took a big step this year. And mm-hmm. They got mm-hmm. Nyquist, who is a great addition, mm-hmm. adding mm-hmm. secondary mm-hmm. scoring. And Tortorella yeah. is a great coach, too. Exactly. You know, he can, he sure knows how to lead a team. It. Yeah, for sure. And for um for Boston's sake, like this is a very like good wild card team to face. Yeah, like they're gonna put up a huge fight. It's gonna be a huge mm-hmm. dog fight yeah. this series. Not mm-hmm. gonna be an easy one for Boston, but yeah, no, not at all. Yeah. All right, so so that's our uh, your first prediction for the East. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's see. The- anyways, uh, now we'll move on to the second wild card, which would be Washington versus Carolina, and. This Matt, it's it's slowly had a little rivalry brewing. I found 
from what I've seen yeah. from last year in the playoffs where obviously Carolina took out Washington double overtime in game seven off <laughs> on Washington's home ice. Oh, yeah. Nonetheless, so that must have stung for them, obviously being defending champs and all. But uh, yeah, Carolina, they're really a they're a lot better than their standings, which yeah, does. for sure. They got bitten by the injury bug with Pesci, Hamilton, especially. You know, uh, both of their goaltenders went out, which obviously that allowed for uh, the, the goat David Ayers to step up and <laughs> take down the Leafs there. So you know, that's either way, this is a memorable season for them. But uh, yeah, they also acquired some pretty good pieces at the deadline. They uh, oh yeah, they got Sammy Vatten in there. So and uh, Vincent Trocher. Brady Shea. So Brady Shea as well. Yeah, who's had a bit of a down year, but he could turn things around hopefully for Carolina. Anyways, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, obviously Hamilton is still. He's still out indefinitely. Like, no one really knows when he's coming back. Like, it was a bad injury, you know? Like, but there is a possibility that if the playoffs do roll around in July or whatever, you know, there's certainly that could be enough time for him to recover. That would be a great addition to the blue line. Exactly. You know, that's along with, you know, further success from Aho and Taravainen and Sveshnikov's had a big breakout here. You know, I think that. That whole team, they're really – if they can get past that first round, you know, because yeah, like, Washington's going to be the only team that's really super motivated to, you know, mm-hmm. take them out. And yeah, obviously so. Washington and playoffs have been a bit iffy, you know. Like, they had the one they had the one year where they won the Cup, but other than that, they've been kind of yeah, – yeah. of... Exactly, exactly. You know, but uh, obviously they'll have – Mrazek and well, Mrazek's already back, but uh, Reimer could be back. He's actually had quite the season backing up Mrazek. Yeah. And then Vatanen, who's not played great on the Devils, but let's be honest, you know, who has? <laughs> like, they're that team. That's that's a whole episode in itself there. But uh, yeah, so I think that that would be a really good series. Mm-hmm. It'd be a really you know, close matchup of last year. My prediction is actually Carolina in seven, okay. just because of you know what they've shown yeah. in the past over the past year. You know they've proven they can perform in the playoffs. You know they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, not for very long, but you know they were there. Uh, and yeah, it just seems like whenever I watch the two teams play each other, it seems like Carolina just has an edge. Yeah, like, I sense. don't know what it is they're doing. Obviously, they they have a better co- coach mm-hmm. in uh, Brindamore. But, uh, yeah, I just think Carolina's got yeah. it. It's a seven-game series. Yeah, there. and on top of that, like, Carolina has such a good mixture of veterans and youthful exactly. players like Svechnikov, Williams. Mm-hmm. Forget him. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Martin H.S. He's had a yeah, rookie exactly. season. And one, one red mm-hmm. flag I have for both teams is compared to all the other playoff teams, I feel like these teams may have the most uncertainty when it comes to goaltending because – I know in the past, mm. Washington had a lot of certainty. You know, they, they knew Hopi was their starter heading in. But I feel like yeah. this recent years, when they started Grubauer over Hopi, Hopi has been the mm-hmm. same. I, I, you know, it's been, it's been noticeable. Yeah. Even mm. like, you know. Mind you, they've also got Samson yeah, Hoff, who's been playing pretty well in his rookie year. So, you know, obviously he's just a rookie who knows how well 
playoffs will treat him, but from what we've seen, it's pretty promising. Yeah, but that's the only thing I have with the series is the goaltending won't be the most certain. Because also, mm-hmm. I know Murat mm-hmm. started all last year, but he's having a little bit of an off series against Boston, and then they put in Mackle. Yeah. So just, just to have mm-hmm. the solidity um, the in net, that's one thing mm-hmm. we have to you know watch out for. But other than that, I think it'll be really a hard-fought series. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, so uh, you predicted Canes in seven. Then. All right, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, so up next is Atlantic Division, which would be Tampa Bay versus Toronto. So, you know, Toronto, they've, <laughs> for the past few years, after getting knocked out by Boston in the first round all those times, they've been wishing to face someone other than Boston. And, you know, from the looks of it this year, they might get their wish, yeah. just not exactly in the form they were hoping for. <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, it's just Tampa really outclasses Toronto in at every end of the ice, other than maybe offense. But even that's kind of even, yeah. I'd say. You know, like there's nothing that really sets Toronto above Tampa offensively. And defense oh. and goaltending, it's not even oh. a question, you know. Norse candidate, perennial Norse and Vesna candidate, Vasilevsky and Hedman, you know. Like, it's just, I feel like this series, it's not really going to be close unless Anderson can absolutely stand mm-hmm, Just steal some games. You know, that, exactly. He'd have to absolutely steal a couple games. You know, you, you they could not lose a single home game if they want any shot at that series. Because, you know, I don't, I don't see Tampa losing more than one. Yeah, and one thing people don't give so. Tampa enough credit for is that they've gotten a lot mm-hmm. grittier and more physical at the deadline, acquiring Blake Coleman and yeah. uh, what's his name, Barkley Goudreau. Oh, they overpaid. Mm-hmm. There's no, no, slight, no, no over, slight overpay. Yeah, was but first round pick and no one put. Yeah, okay. I know, but they're, they're changing like their the complexity mm-hmm. of the team. They're they're building their team yeah, more, tailoring it more for playoff hockey in Toronto. I just didn't exactly. see that. That kind of shift in the the playing style or the their no. um, personnel. No, it's yeah. gonna. Yeah. Well, I guess Toronto. Well, they got Muzzin. I can't remember was Muzzin last year. Uh, I year? think it's last year. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, and then Kyle Clifford, okay, who nice. obviously were two pretty big parts of the Stanley Cup run for mm-hmm. LA or both of the runs. Anyways, but uh, at the same time, you know, Tampa, they're really gonna want to show that. Like after the embarrassment last oh, year. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, like they getting sixty two win <laughs> season and getting smoked in the first round by a wild card team, you know, I wouldn't want to see anything close to a repeat nope. of that if I were Tampa. But anyways, so I think that I think Toronto might get one yeah. game. But realistically I can't see them getting much more than that, so I'm gonna say Tampa in All right. All right. Three and five. Five, all right. <laughs> all right, sounds good. But another thing is that yeah, no, Tor- Toronto's not that bad. They're yeah, three another games. thing. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be pretty pathetic. Yeah, but another thing I need, I want to add on is Toronto. In the previous two series, their young players didn't haven't really showed up in the series. It's been a mm-hmm. common theme that's mm-hmm. been reoccurring. So mm-hmm. the only way, that, yeah, yeah no, no. <laughs> This time, if they lose, they're gonna have to find someone other to blame, someone to blame other than Gardner or Babcock. Yeah. Cause... But they have a new coaching system. They have mm-hmm. they have a revamped um, 
defensive core. I don't really know how revamped it is when Cody CC's on a top pairing, mm-hmm. but it's it's better. And their forward yeah. core is yeah, it's it's good. Like no question about it. I like their I really like their um the composition of it. But the bottom six mm-hmm. is so unpredictable. Some nights you see Kerfoot playing third exactly. line center. Some nights you seeing him on playing the on the second line. Seeing Spezza on the third line. It's just they need to establish consistency mm-hmm. within within the lineup. And yeah, for sure. the, there's a common thing where the their younger players don't show up. So it needs to be a must. Mm-hmm. The players have to be the best players. They can't rely on their bottom six to score the goals. So yeah, that's exactly. one huge thing that needs to happen right for Toronto. But other mm-hmm. than that, I I feel like Tampa will take this in five. But if Toronto can you know get their act together, the players can be their best players, then they have a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, so now for the Metro, which Pittsburgh oh boy, here we go. Battle of Pennsylvania, which is, <laughs> I honestly think this is going to be a lot closer than it's been in previous years because, you know, the Flyers seem to have finally solved their yep. goaltending issue after, you know, 30 years <laughs> of having mediocre net minding. And, you know, on top of that, big breakout year from uh, Konechny. And another another solid year, probably an even better one than last year from Couturier, who's kind of put the team on his back. Oh, yeah, after definitely. A, not bad, but not great. Yeah, that's true. So, like, he, he's still been good, but he's, yes. just, you know, yeah. if it weren't for Couturier this year, they wouldn't they wouldn't oh, be in the playoff hunt, I don't think. Couturier and Harden, at least. But, uh, or at least, they, they, they I think they'd be a wild card team, but they certainly wouldn't be yeah, where they so- are. Otherwise, it would be, you know, Carolina versus Pittsburgh, I think. But, uh, yeah, obviously, they've had a bunch of guys have big years, you know, connecting Couturier mostly. And uh, Kevin Hayes. Oh, I Kevin mean, Hayes. I thought that $7 million a year, I thought that was going to be one of the worst contracts in recent memory. But he's actually he's played mm-hmm. pretty well. From what I've seen, like, sure, he's not, you know, the greatest player in the league. But I, I thought he's been pretty good for – He's, he's, he's lived yeah. up to it. He's not going to be the guy who puts up a ton of points. But, you know, he's a big physical presence. You know, he can score quite a few shorthanded goals this year, actually. So, you know, makes makes for a slightly deadly penalty kill if you're not careful. But uh, then, obviously, Carter Hart, he's, he's got a bright future. He's going to be one of the best goalies in the league one day, I think. He's just been so good this year. Like he's had some rough, mm-hmm. rough patches, but everything I've seen out of him has been—he's only going to grow from here. So, exactly, you know, he's a goalie. Most of them don't debut until you know the mid mid twenties, unless they're really good, which you know I I think yep. Carter Hart is. Uh, but yeah, obviously, then Pittsburgh, you know, there's not a whole lot to be said that hasn't already been said. You know, they've been one of the top teams in the leagues for you know the past past ten years. And, uh, yeah, like, I – obviously, Crosby and Malkin, they're good as ever. Getzel was having a great season until he got injured, which he actually – it looked like it was going to be season-ending, but he could be back that would be, for the playoffs. That would be a huge boot. July. On that top of Jason huge, Zucker, too. Yeah, exactly. It would be mm-hmm. – yeah, they've got Zucker. And then, you know, Brian Rust had a big <laughs> he year. Was... You know, kind of. Carrying the team while Crosby and Mulkin were out, 
And then, yeah, the only place which is kind of questionable for Pittsburgh really is goaltending. Yeah. Matt Maurice had an off year, and Tristan Jari, he's not mm-hmm. that bad. You know, he, ha- he hasn't been that bonafide number one by any means, but he's been kind of picking up where uh, Murray's been weak occasionally. So I think that – I think this is really going to be a show of who's the better goalie takes this series. Because, like, you know, both teams on paper, they're great. You know, like – Goaltending really could decide. Yeah, I definitely agree with you with that, because the mm-hmm. I feel like the offense and the defensive scheme of the series will be very very close. These these mm-hmm. rosters are very competitive, mm-hmm. and there isn't there isn't much like a huge, a huge gap in the skill difference. So the the goal it would come down to goaltending. Well, obviously you got sure. you know Crosby and Malkin, oh, that's which right. are a big step. But then again, I'd say I'd say that. Philly has the better defense oh, yeah. to kind of counter that. You know, they got Provorov. If Gustus Bear can get his game back on track, then they got him too. He had obviously a really rough season yeah. this year, but you know, he's he's proven he can be a good defenseman. You know, Travis Sandheim has been pretty good. You know, like they, it's going to be a close series, and I think if it was any year past this, I think that. The Flyers would take it, but as of right now, I'm saying Pittsburgh All right. seven. Mm-hmm. All right, sounds good. Yeah, mm-hmm. on top of like to add on to that, Pittsburgh also has the like mm-hmm. very like a lot of playoff experience too. So that might just help exactly. them as part of the series. All right, so mm-hmm. I think you covered all of the Eastern Conference matchups. Did you? Okay, perfect. So yeah, we're go- I'm going to be talking about the Western Conference now. But when I finish, then. We'll just, you know, continue as if the teams were to move on, who would win the series. So starting off for the first, uh, the second wild card and the first place team. Sorry. Sorry about that. We have the Blues, the St. Louis Blues, and the, hold on, let me check that. Oh, and the Nashville Predators. All right. So looking at this series, it's, it's very interesting because you – for a team like Nashville to be in the second wild card spot, you wouldn't expect them to be like that good on paper. Their team on paper, yeah, their team on paper uh, is you know. outstanding. What it seems like they have Duchesne, Ryan Johansson, uh, who else? Mikhail Granlund, uh, Jan Kroc, Arvidsson. They have such a good makeup for the forward core, and then their defense: Yossi, Ellis, Ekholm. I think Fabro was on the second pair, but the big red flag when is when it comes to goaltending. Hector Rene is you know he's he's getting up there in age. He's declining, so not having the best season he is right now. And and as yeah mm-hmm. yeah he's fucked my fantasy school that's for sure. Yeah, he's just <laughs> thanks, Pekka. Yeah, he's just he hasn't been that elite starting goalie as he was in the past. And for the forward core, they're just. They're just missing something. It's yeah. Well, they they really don't have a goal scorer. They have a lot of great playmakers. Yeah, Deshane, Johansson, Forsberg, all those guys. Well, Forsberg's really the closest thing to a high end sniper that they have. And even then, you know, that's kind of not really like yeah. he's, he's good. Don't get me wrong, but 
he's less of a sniper, he's more of a playmaker. But yeah, like they're missing they're missing that guy who is, you know, really capable mm-hmm. of putting the puck sure. in the net. Which is you know, like that's the thing. Normally it hasn't been a problem because they'd have such great defense and Pecorine is usually, you know, stopping enough goals that it really doesn't make a difference. But with Rene having such a lousy year this year, it's you know, it's kinda highlighted the the need yeah, for definitely. goal scorer. Which, you know, they don't have. And if if Yossi hadn't had a Norris caliber season this year, mm-hmm. they'd be a lottery team. Like if you ask me you know, Yossi is my pick for the Norris, you know, especially since Dougie Hamilton's been out. That's really been the only thing. Him and John Carlson, I guess. But, you know, John Carlson's not great on defense this year anyways. But, uh, yeah, if it weren't for that season from Yossi, I think that yeah. maybe – Yossi has been a huge part of the blue line. And just to speak on that, the National Predators really – they don't have any like, too many breakout defensemen. So, Yossi – it's exceptional at breakouts, just driving the play. Ellis and yeah. Ekholm, there's no doubt they're great defensemen, great physical presence, good for playing gritty in the corners in front of the net. But they don't, they don't have the elite ability to break up the puck, to move the puck, and their skating ability isn't mm-hmm. the best. So, and and Fabro is is still young, yeah. so you can't rely on him to do do those stuff. So their defense is good, but it just. It lacks like the agility and you know the skating that St. Louis will have on their back end. And to speak on the four core, the the problem I see with them is that they have way too many top six forwards, and they don't really know their role on the team. So you have you have Mikhail Granlund on Minnesota. He was a first line player. He was I think he was first line center or, or left wing. On the Predators, he's been playing like you know bottom six, third line, second line. So it's it has been difficult mm-hmm. to find a find a good you know um uh solidified position to play on, and for Turris on Ottawa, I think he's been the first mm-hmm. on center for maybe the entirety of his career, but he's been playing fourth third line on mm-hmm. Nashville. It's just no one is no one has a has like a key like you know um what's it, a solidified role on the team. They're just shuffling the lines a lot and. They need to find that the sweet spot in the lineup, and they don't have the right players to do that. So that's the concerning thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay, so yeah, that, that's what yeah. came concerning because I've been watching some games for Nashville, and they just they don't seem like like the players aren't living up to their you know expectations, which is obvious, but they're not being used to the maximum potential. And, yeah, that's just Nashville. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Like whether it's a whether it's a coaching change they need or a full a full rebuild, I think that the next couple of years are going to be really rough for the Preds. You know, on top of that, they also lost Subban, which obviously he hasn't had the greatest season in Jersey, but at the same time, you know, he was a he was a big presence yeah. for the Predators on the blue line. He could you know he could pitch in with a few goals here and there, and you know, it's like that's just even less goal scoring yeah. ability for the team. So. You know, we'll see how it pans out. You know, they, I really don't see that series no. going for too long. And then, you know, I forgot to mention, so about the St. Louis Blues. So, they have certainty in the goaltending column. So, Bennington has been exceptional so far. 
Not even he hasn't played the you know he's been good, but he hasn't been the best goalie. But at least he's been a starting goalie. The Blues lacked for a, a while. Yeah, and their back end is just their back end is phenomenal. Yeah, they sure. such a big, you know, big physical mm-hmm. defensive core. Pareko, Petrangelo. Um, they they also have Justin Falk, who's been a pretty good addition. And then they have Marco Scandella, mm-hmm. who is an underrated defenseman in my opinion. Who he's he's really underrated, but the Blues are just like really big, so they're for a long play series. So yeah, so definitely it would take a long to wear them down that back end. So but moving on to the forward core. Their forward core is in my opinion one of the one of the best, you know, meshing for like fitting. They may not have to start power like Pittsburgh mm-hmm. or Edmonton where they have McDavid, Drysdale, mm-hmm. or Crosby, Malkin, but their players know mm-hmm. their role in the team and they play, you know, they play um, the full maximum towards it. So, like O'Reilly, he, yeah. uh, he's one of the better two-way fours in the league. I don't see him as the best one, but when the players he plays with elevates his yeah, role, so it makes him seem like he's way better, which is amazing mm-hmm. when you find good alignments to play with. Yeah, of course. I was thinking, I was saying St. Louis doesn't really have a mm-hmm. bona fide goal scorer, and then I thought that Tarasenko was on the team. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he was he was out the whole year, so you know it's understandable. But uh, yeah. So they just they really just have everything exactly. that Nashville doesn't, along with everything that Nashville has. So and not to mention their bottom their yeah. bottom six is extraordinary. So they have Sammy Blay, who's he's a rookie, but exactly. he he's he doesn't put up the most points, but he's a great presence. He's built for playoff hockey, mm-hmm. and their their forward core and defense mm-hmm. core. Is built for yeah. playoff hockey. They have Perron. I think Braden Shen. Yeah. He's been really underrated too. And they have um, mm-hmm. mostly. Oh, they have Alex Steen, who's who's a good veteran. And don't forget about Bozak. He's a great third mm-hmm. line center. And then they have Sunquist, who is an amazing mm-hmm. fourth line. Their fourth line is amazing. So the Blues just have the depth. They have the defensive depth. They're they're just too good of a team. I think for Nashville to beat at this point, but I could see Nashville. Yeah, if everything goes right for Nashville, and if you know their, their playing style changes all of a sudden, they could upset. It reminds me of the Kings yeah. in twenty twelve, kind of. But I just see the Blues mm-hmm. winning this in five games in life. I mean, they're just they have the goaltending yeah. certainty. Yeah, they just have mm-hmm. everything. Hmm. Honestly, I'm gonna call it a sweep. Like, I, I don't see Nashville getting a single game in that series. Like, they're just, like I said, you know, if if the Blues can yeah. shut down Yossi, what do the Predators have? You know, like it's it's just. Oh yeah, definitely. I yeah, be pretty for them. That's yeah. It's gonna be more of a four game or five game series, but. Yeah, four or five game series. Well, I don't think it's gonna be anyways. Anything, All right, so that's our final prediction. So, four or five yeah. games for the Predators. So moving on, we have mm-hmm. a second wild card, I believe, and then the Vegas Golden Knights. So Golden Knights and Jets. All right. So this series was interesting as well compared to the Predators one. So starting off with, with Winnipeg, biggest story of the offseason, their defense. <laughs> Oh boy, they lost the whole top four. Mm-hmm. Who did they Lack lose? They defense, lost. A, I guess there was the Myers, Truba. 
Truba, Truba Bufflin, Myers, literally their entire top four, except for uh, <laughs> their entire top four. Yeah, except Morrissey. with the exception of uh, what's his name there? Did they lost. <laughs> Yeah, Morrissey. Oh my goodness. That's the only thing they didn't I, lose there. I didn't think they'll lose the whole top turn. But speaking uh, yeah. about that, what you would expect yeah. from them is, you know, they, they, they perform better their defense than what you would have expected. You know, Neil Pionk has been a great addition. Yeah. Morrissey has stopped, but mm-hmm. they I, I don't really see them winning with Neil Pionk being their main de- defenseman. Like, he's good. But he's not ready to take on that role. Yeah. As for yeah. Mm. Well, they, they still have Josh Morrissey, but even then, like the whole the whole team all year has been getting. Oh my! How how about has been? I, I I think he's my front front runner for the Vesna Trophy. I don't know about you. Oh yeah, it's it's not even close. If you ask me, like Definitely. if you ask me, he's a heart candidate this year, just because of how good he's been for. Like, that's a yeah. team that has no business being in the playoffs. You know, specifically a defense. The four They have good forwards, you know, Line A. Uh, you know, Shifley, Kyle Connors had a big year. You know, all those guys have played great. Yeah. But just I know, and just awful. <laughs> the thing is, like, like they, they can maybe score their, way out, they score their way out of games or deficits, but if their defense in the end is – isn't stable and consistent on a night-to-night basis, then I don't see them winning a series. It's too difficult. Exactly. Especially with, you know, Vegas and how good of a team they've proven to be. Yeah, all Vegas. Long. Oh, uh, so starting with Vegas, their forward core is – I love their forward core, the way they fit together. They have – okay, so their top mm-hmm. two centers is Stashney yeah. and William Carlson. They're great two-way forwards. So mm-hmm. and they're players that are not yeah, puck they're... dominant, so they won't require the puck a lot. They just you know they they do their job. They feed the wingers, and Mark Stone, Patch Reddy, Marcia So, and Rowie Smith. Those are, and you know they're not superstars. I, I'd say maybe Mark Stone could be a superstar, or or Patch Reddy's just a star. But their their wingers know how to score. They know how to put mm-hmm. the puck in the net. That's all you need. Exactly. You know they're. Exactly. No, that's that's the thing about playoff hockey. You know, it's it's sure the stars have a big role, yes. but you know you can get unexpected oh, heroes. Yes, oh, sure. Ryan Bickle, like I remember that guy. He <laughs> came from you know really not a whole lot of a player, and you know he he had some big performances in the playoffs for Chicago yeah. on route to Stanley Cups. So you know it's unexpected guys that show up that can yeah, win you a series. Sure. You know, not every time, but, you know, a lot of the time. Yeah, but, but uh, I see Mark Stone. Yeah. yeah. Vegas has proven they can play good hockey in the playoffs. Oh, minus Work on the penalty killing a bit. Last year, which that's was uh... – yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's an asterisk. Besides, But Mark Stone, I see him having there. an amazing playoffs again because what I saw last year, it's, it's definitely yeah. repeatable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not to mention their – their their bottom six, you know, did isn't the best, but they do have they do have some good depth that can pitch and scoring every now and then. And not to mention for Winnipeg, one thing that scares mm-hmm. me on their forward core is Brian Little is injured. I don't know how out he's how long he's out for. But they have they got Cody Eakin playing yeah. six line center right now. Mm-hmm. Like that's concerning. <laughs> yeah. Which is questionable. 
And but I see the yeah. first time in Winnipeg, if they show up, you know, that's gonna be one of their, you know, uh only things that's gonna help them win the series. But if they don't show up, then I don't mm-hmm. see the series being too long. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. okay, my final prediction is uh Vegas and six, but this is because Hellbuck is gonna steal a game, at least. It's just too too good of a goal tender yeah, not to. So six games this mm-hmm. is the final prediction, and this series, like, I don't really see Winnipeg challenging Vegas too too much. Like, it's not going to be as close as yeah. a six game series as you know it as they can be, but yeah, I see Vegas winning it all. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd say. Right. So, I'd um, say. anyways, moving on to okay, this series, uh, this series is going to be a pain. <laughs> To decide, but it's going to be Colorado and Dallas. <laughs> you probably still this, haven't decided. You're going to decide about this five series. Okay, let's just um, talk about the stars first. So think about it. Last year, they made it to the – what's it the – they almost made it to the conference finals. Second round in – It was the second round. Double, was it a double overtime yeah. or single? Game I, seven or is it, time, so. it was an overtime. I don't remember. Either way. Dallas, at that time, they didn't have Pavelski and Perry, who are very good veterans, good additions to the depth. Now they have them, and Heiskanen took a huge step. Like, he is... I would... I don't know if I would consider Mm -hmm. him a a star, but he's a star in the making. A superstar in the making. They have... Yeah. So let's talk about the forward core Mm -hmm. first. They have um, Sagan, who is having... I wouldn't say by any means like a good season for him. For him, he's having a mediocre season. But they have Ben, who who is declining, mm-hmm. but he's still a valuable winger on the team, or he can play center too. Mm-hmm. They have Pavelski, who is amazing yeah. addition to the team. I think he's going to pitch in to the goal scoring on the team. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and yeah, he's sure. so good. Playoffs, at, at least, this is know. a little bit irrelevant, but his tipping in front of the net, puck deflecting is. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a big thing, you know. All you need to do is get in front of the net. If you can get a stick on it, you know, most of the time that's going in the back of the net. At least it's, you know, it's something the goalie's not going to expect. It's going to generate a big rebound. You know, it's a really underrated Yeah, definitely. And they have Perry, who is, you know, one of the dirtier players in the league. Not not the dirtiest. You know, when you think of dirty, you think of Brad Marchand, Matthew Kachuk, Tom Wilson. Mm-hmm. But Perry, he's he's sneaky dirty. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about him. Yeah. But you know that that stuff. Yeah. You have to th- mm-hmm. see that stuff on your team, but you hate to play against it. That's one thing. So it's going to be valuable and not getting under the skin. Yeah. Their bottom six. Um, they have you know players like Hans Garionov is really starting to break out this season. I just and they're like no one gives them enough credit. Yeah. They're a fast team. They're a fast team like they're a big team and they they're mm-hmm. fast yeah. too so that's a lethal combination yeah and then um moving on to the defense yeah. the defense on paper it doesn't seem like it's you know it's that good other than Heiskanen and Klinberg but when you actually watch them their chemistry on the the D course is pretty good they have Lindell and uh, Lindell and Klinberg and Heiskanen yeah. and Johns they play well together, and that's all that matters, ultimately. Mm-hmm. And then for their goaltending, mm-hmm. yeah, so obviously Bishop's going to start. Yeah, for sure. He's been 
He's been really good. Yeah, Bishop's going to start, and yeah. that's the thing. Dobin, he's a better backup than people give him credit for, you know. He's a small guy, but if Bishop's having an off game, you know, there's certainly nothing saying that, you know, Hudobin couldn't come in and, you know, steal a game. Definitely, but, but uh, now anyways, moving on to yeah. Colorado. So this is this is going to be interesting, but their forward corners are loaded. Their first line, I, I would probably say it's oh yeah, just as or even better than the Bergeron, Marchand, Pasternak line. They're they're young, so it's definitely going to surpass them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then oh, they, yeah, have, um, they have they have Kadri, who has been. Like on Toronto, he's he's been more of a third on center. I think he's he's probably going to be the second uh, starting center on Colorado. Mm-hmm. He's a good fit. Like Colorado doesn't really have like an yeah. all defensive minded forward, so Kadri brings that to the table. Exactly. Exactly. Like you know, he wasn't being put yeah, to exactly. use properly when he was playing. Yeah. Leagues, you know, especially after they signed Tavares, which was you know kind of the. It was kind of inevitable. Yeah. Cadre was all but then, gone at that point. Yeah, and then um for Col- for Colorado, they also have Burakovsky, who has had the best season on like in his career, I think. Even with Washington on Colorado, he just fit in well. Mm-hmm. And then Donskoy, who has oh, been yeah, a hidden gem, like, he's mm-hmm. been such a good depth piece. And then not to mention yeah, have you know, yeah. And on top oh, of that. On top of that, Nemesnikov, who has obviously yeah. hasn't been a star, but he's he's played pretty well for the Avs this year, you know. There's really nothing you can really take away from his game. Yeah, that's for at, sure. You know, Eight hundred thousand bucks a year. And not to mention so, they have the young players Comfer and they also have um Tyson Jost. So uh, you don't like I forgot about them. Like mm-hmm. they have so much depth, young and you know, veterans. So it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for them not to score, in my opinion. Yeah. And with their defense, the only thing mm-hmm. that I'm kind of concerned about is their defense, and not because they lack any skill, because the skill is there. McCarr, Gerard, Ryan Graves, who is a great stay-at-home defenseman, I think he's the top plus and minus mm-hmm. in the NHL, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. They have Eric Johnson, Ian he Cole, who has you know play, playoff experience under his belt. They're just they're, they're such they're such mm-hmm. a good put together team and the only thing that I think Dallas has ahead of them is their goaltending. Grubauer is is a good goaltender, no doubt about it, but he's yeah. he doesn't have too much starter experience. Yeah, yeah. so His consistency is in the, the playoffs. You want to question. you know a bona fide With starting Grubauer. goalie, like one who can can rely on the whole series, but. Ultimately, mm-hmm. this is my prediction, right? Yeah. For me, I see. I actually see. I made it change. I see the Avalanche winning in seven games, and this is because I know yeah. in some previous series, you know, Dallas is a fast team, but I feel like they're a little bit older, so maybe their speed won't be. Well, definitely won't match Colorado's speed. You know, they got Colorado has McKinnon. They have. Comfer, Joe Spurkowski, oh, yeah, no. they're just a fast team. And when you're fast, you back down the defense, you put the yeah. other team on their heels. And they have way too many offensive like you know, players in depth. Yeah. Not not to, you know, score, not to contribute offensively. Yeah. 
Exactly, you know, like, and even then, you know, it's it's really difficult to shut down a player yeah. like McKinnon. You know, no matter how good your defense is, you know, he's easily, in my opinion, I, I still get some flack for this from, <laughs> you know, 15-year-old boys. But uh, I, I say I say McKinnon's the second best in the world at this point. Like, especially after this year where he's, like, truly shown that, you know, especially without – Landis Gog and McKinn. Like, I believe that before this year, people were saying, oh, well, it's only because he plays with those two. But, you know, it goes to show you that, no, maybe it's only that those two are yeah. near that good because they play with McKinnon. Mm-hmm. You know, they were both out for what, like 15 plus games? And he was, you know, McKinnon was playing with, you know, third, fourth liners and he was putting up <laughs> good numbers. Like, he got like yeah. 25 points in the real driving force. Either and he's the superstar. Or Rantanen. At the stars. The exactly. stars mm-hmm. I would he's, consider second one. Exactly. But McKinnon, he, he would be the difference maker in the series. If he's having a good series, Colorado has it in the bag. Yeah, exactly. He's, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the only thing about yeah. Colorado that I see as a red flag is their defense is just inexperienced and young. That's it. Just a young defensive core. But once they get, once they get then, two yeah. games under the belt, they should be fine. Yeah. Like that's what that happens with time. a lot of young players. It takes one or two games to get used mm-hmm. to it, and then from there on, you know, you get adapted to the playoff hockey. Not to mention, like they're, they're yeah. they have some physicality to their team too. Like McKinnon, like he's no like he's oh, no yeah. liability. Like he he's physically can throw oh. the body once in a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's 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 pretty good defensively. Actually, yeah, for sure. like he's obviously he's no Bergeron or anything, but yeah, not to take credit away from Dallas, like contribute. This is going to be a close series. Like I don't see Colorado dominating. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see either team it dominating. Is. It really could go either exactly, way. Exactly, but no. the final prediction is Colorado in seven games. No. Neither do I. And in my opinion, it could go either way, and they wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, mm-hmm. for the final series, like Western Conference first round series. This is an exciting one. Okay, this sounds exciting, but I don't think the outcome is going to be too exciting. Edmonton and Calgary. So <laughs> yeah. let's start off with Calgary. Yeah. There's just something about their team that is so like they're so stagnant. I don't know if you know what I mean. Like, like they mm-hmm. have the players like Monahan, Goudreau, yeah, Lindholm. They have okay Kachuk as much as he's a dirty player. He, he is pretty. He's pretty skilled. He's a good addition to their fourth core. Yeah. But there's just I yeah. been, I watched uh-huh. a few of their games this se- like this past regular season. They're just so there's something about them that there's nothing compelling about their game. It's they're very stagnant. They're they don't you know produce too much. It's just kind of like a generic style of hockey, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And for their defense, their defense is yeah, for sure. probably the best part of their team. Giordano, Hamannick, who is one of my most underrated defensemen. Brody, they have um, Hannafin, and they have, um, what's his name, Anderson. Rasmus Anderson, mm-hmm. they have a good defensive core. You can't take that away from them. They play physical, they're yeah. good at breaking up the puck. But their goaltending, on the other hand... Uh, I know they have a certified number one goalie in Riddick, but he's been c- inconsistent this season. Especially, I don't know if you saw that game, mm. the Battle of Alberta, where the Talbot fought Mike Smith. Like that was a that was an intense game, but Edmonton really run Calgary out of their own building that game. Yeah. So I don't know. 
It's just I don't really exactly. see Calgary like considering what they did last year against Colorado. They were I think they were first in the Western Conference, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. And they didn't and they, got they didn't like bounce back to any of the games. Yeah. They just they looked the same, it looked like nothing changed and I yeah. feel like the coaching needs to, you know, get a bit better because they need to be able to, you know, strategize on the go, like make changes. If nothing's going right, make lineup changes mid game. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is more of a system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just like they seen definitely a whole lot have to, yeah, they have the personnel on the team. It's just their system all been... their system isn't, you know, the best. And they need to change their, you know, playing style or their lineup combination yeah, for sure. to have make noise in the series. But mm-hmm. Edmonton now. Oh boy, Edmonton. They're they're a scary team. Yeah. They, they seriously are. McDavid, Dry Settle, yeah. Nuge, your three centers. If Nuge plays third line center, that is Ennis, who's a crazy, yeah. crazy fast winger. Ennis, yeah, Anthony see you. Who's a great? Who's a? You know he didn't play in the mm-hmm. top six when he went to Edmonton, but yeah. even if he's in a third and fourth line, he's still effective. Yeah. And then they also have Cassian, who is yeah. playoff hockey worthy. He's built for playoff hockey. Cassian, they, they also have, um, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. who is it, Kara, who is a good player. They have, what's his name? Uh, I forget one of their names, but yeah. you get the point. They, they're a deep team. They have good, fast wingers. That's that's all you need if you, yeah. when you have McDavid and Drysaddle, yeah. speedy wingers. And just just alone, with McDavid and Drysaddle, that's, that already it's... in itself is a huge boost. Exactly, you know, they, they have, like, when you have two guys that not only yeah. are that good individually, but play that well together, you know, you, you're going to be a serious threat in the playoffs. And, like, McDavid, he's he's like McKinn, you know, he's one of those guys yeah, that you just really have a hard time shutting down. Like, no matter what you do, no matter how good your defense is, you know, it's just the combination of his speed and his ability to, you know, stick it's, handle it's, at full speed is like really no one else in the league. And that, that's what really sets him above everyone else. And that's what, you know, when you can, like every time yeah. he steps on the ice, he is a threat to the other team. You know, it may, it may not even be direct. Like he doesn't even have to get a point on the play, but you know, when McDavid is on the ice, you are, you're more aware. You're trying to find, okay, what's he doing? What's he going to do? And it may take your focus off the other team. And that's that's what I've been saying, you know, is maybe what has made yeah. dry sidles mm-hmm. get so many points this season. Like, obviously, he's a hell of a player. Don't get me wrong. No, don't take this the wrong way. But, like, you know, when you have Connor McDavid on your team or a player anywhere near that good, you know, like, people focus more on yeah. on them because they know just how dangerous he is. And yeah, for sure. And that tiny bit of space, he could completely burn you. So – and that's the thing. That's McDavid just mm-hmm. makes everyone around him so much better. Like Cassian is, a, you don't even. I think Cassian's a twenty goal scorer. Like you could just be, exactly. Look at Zach Cassian. Exactly. You know, he turned Zach Cassian, who fuck, had he even gotten ten uh, in his previous season. I think I think he got fifteen this season. If, I don't even know. I, I think I'm not so. going to check right now. I'm not too but, sure, uh, but. 
Well, no, yeah, exactly. Like, but like in previous seasons, you know, like he's he's just been, you know, kind of like that fourth line guy, third or fourth line, you know. But with McDavid, yeah, he's for been sure, putting up really good numbers. Like, I guess that's what happens when you get the right players on his line that you know kind of yeah. just suit his playing style. You know, and not to mention, really like their defense, line, so. it's it's not one of the better, you know, defensive cores in the NHL, but it's adequate. Like, it works. Like, it doesn't have to be amazing. They have the forward core. They have... Exactly. Nurses, you know, brought, blossomed into a great... Yeah. I would consider him a two-way defenseman. And then Larson, mm-hmm. Clef Baum, Chris Russell's mm-hmm. best shot blocker in the NHL. Pretty sure everyone knows that. And then the starting goalie, Mike Smith, I think, like, even though he's not the most consistent, I think... He is good enough to, you know, still, you know, win a series. If you just play good defense and you have a good system, then he'll yeah, do fine. Sure. So yeah, so I have this series, Edmonton winning in mm-hmm. five games. I don't think it will be a sweep, just because yeah. Calgary will have the energy from their home crowd. I feel like they could steal a game, or maybe two, six games. I see maximum, but I see five games being the realistic. Mm-hmm outcome of the series. All right, so um yeah. Yeah, I, I think so too. Like I think that uh wait, yeah. It's just Edmonton is just too good of a team, specifically top end, to be denied this series. Like yeah, I could see Calgary getting a game, but like yeah, I d I don't think that it's gonna <sighs> It, it could be, but I, I just, I just think that, you know, the Battle of Alberta, it would just, you know, they might, Calgary might take a game just from the home crowd, but mm-hmm. when it comes to skill and, you know, you know the best players, Edmonton has been. Mm-hmm. And McDavid and Drysdale, if they don't perform, they're going to yeah, perform. Sure. It's, I know they're going to perform pretty well. So that's that. So anyways, there was exactly. the, you know. so we, we just did the first round mm-hmm. predictions for the West now. Now? We'll move on to the second round, and yeah, you can take it away now. Yeah, for the booth. All right, so. Yeah, basically, so first, I guess, uh, in the East, first one I'll go over would be Boston and Tampa. And I think this is going to be a really close series, because in terms of, you know, ever since, like, Tampa started off slow, and that's really the only reason why Boston and oh, Tampa yeah. aren't neck and neck for first in the division. You know, if if Tampa didn't have such a slow start, I think that for sure that it could have been it could Definitely. very well have been yeah. another Boston versus Toronto in the first round. But uh yeah, so I, I think this is gonna be a really close Definitely. series. I think it's definitely yeah. gonna go to seven games, six or seven at the very minimum. Uh but Honestly, like, both teams on paper, like, you know, I'd say Tampa, they might have a bit more depth than Boston, offensively at least. But based off what I've seen, I'm not sure if they have the same chemistry as the Bruins do, or as the Bruins seem to do. Mm -hmm. You know, like, everyone on that team seems to play really well together. You know they're they're gonna 
obviously this is this is a contract year for Krug, so he's going to really want to step it up in the playoffs. And whether Boston can yeah, sign for him sure. or not, that's that's a discussion for another day. But uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously Rask this is, played this is a neck and neck series, so Gaston's like, played better than Vasilevsky. It's hard to tell. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really one that could go either way. You know. Yeah. Like, well, I think it's genuinely we have to make a decision. So, what's winning. your decision? But, uh, <laughs> Let's see. Obviously, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's your Sean and Dark. So, like, uh, yeah, yeah, I, exactly. You know, it's a coin flip at this point. You know, I think because, like, you know, both in this case, we've got oh, two teams yeah, that are each sure. incredibly motivated. Boston, because they're, you know, their Stanley Cup final defeat of last year, and yeah, Tampa because of their first round embarrassment last year. So, I think it really could go either way, but exactly the series that really depends on star power. You know, the, mm-hmm. like whether they and show up or not. Also, the goaltending is a huge must. Have a good series. Like a huge you, thing. Yeah, goaltending is big too, but yeah, like I feel like with two teams that are this good, you know, it's, it's a matter of who shows up. Like, there's really I'd say they're both even. Like they, they would have been within That's, a couple of points this year if it weren't for a slow start from Tampa. And uh, yeah, I don't know honestly. Like if I if I have to pick one, I think I'm gonna say Boston in seven. Just because, like, if obviously, don't get me wrong, they're still gonna be very motivated. But you know, Tampa, if they get you know the first round demons out of their head. You know, they're going to be like, obviously, they're still going to be like, okay, it's just the first round. We won, whatever. But Boston, at the same time, they're going to be like, we got this far last year. You know, we got the cup final, game seven. And I, I feel like they're just going to have a bit more motivation to, you know, yeah. really yeah, show know what you mean. why they were first in the league all year. You know, why they made it to the cup finals last yeah. year. Why they've been the best in the league the whole time. But this series but, will uh, be a dog yeah, fight. So I don't know if you watched the, the their uh, final regular season meeting. But that game was crazy. It was, it was messy. This is gonna be. I I wouldn't be surprised. All if, right, you know, so suspension's handed out. He, you know, Mar Marshawn's gonna have to be careful, to say the definitely. least. Definitely. All right, so you you finished that, that series. Well so I'm talking about the Flyers and I think Flyers and Hurricanes, right? All right, so this is interesting. Yeah. Oh, peng- oh, yeah, Penguins and Hurricanes might have. Yeah. Penguins. So, Penguins and Hurricanes. Anyways, how do you approach this series? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, this is going to be a really close one, too. Like, uh, both teams, obviously, if if the, uh, if the Canes can get their entire decor back, then that could very well, you know, be – Yeah, for sure. That, that very could well – make them the favorites you know they've got again they're both in kind of the same boat you know iffy goaltending like it really depends on whose goaltending is more consistent I think that'll be the uh, main thing for this series because obviously we know that uh, Carolina has a great defense you know that we know that they've got solid forwards same goes for you know Pittsburgh there but the, the goaltending has been the only thing oh yeah 
that has been a question for either of those teams all year long. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be um, a closer series than people would predict. Yeah. Yeah, like I think I think I'll honestly oh, give it okay. to uh, Carolina. Right. I think in about six games. That's my pick, just because like they've got. Hamilton, Slavin, all those guys who can, you know, are capable of yeah. shutting down Crosby and Malkin, if you ask me. Like, they're a vastly underrated team. Oh, okay. Just because, you know, no one really watches them except for me. But, uh, yeah, so I, I think that they'll have – I think it will be a close series again. Six or seven games. Either, yeah, and neither one would surprise one me. One thing that would support I, I them is Pittsburgh's goaltending. Like I don't, I don't really know if Tristan Jari or Murray's gonna have an amazing playoffs, and it's gonna be a huge determinant mm-hmm. for like, you know whether or not to move on. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So yeah, you basically you predicted the second round for the mm-hmm. East. Now I'm gonna do the same for the for the West. So the first series we got. The Blues and the Avalanche. Oh, mm. this so many good series this year. If you know, playoffs where to start. Oh, for this series, th- this is a pretty mm. difficult series. So you know, on, on one end you have the Avalanche with insane offense. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Star power that the Blues kind of lack. Like yeah, you know, that's they, for sure. They don't have the. But the Blues just they just the have you know a good mix of. Really good you know, players that know their role. Something that you know Colorado exactly. has, but they don't have experience with it. Like experience The thing that scares me is exactly. I feel like the defense for the Blues might be might be a little bit of a problem for the Colorado's offense because their defense can wear them down. But talking about yeah. that, they have so many lines mm-hmm. they can roll out. So if you, if you put, you know, like um, Petrangelo and Pareko against McKinnon's line, mm-hmm. they still have Burakovsky, Kadri, who can still play. Mm-hmm. The thing that I'm kind of scared about is yeah. the goaltending. I don't know. I, I don't really know mm-hmm. how far Grubauer can take a team like through the playoff. Yeah. I think that if, like, any year past this one, or even this year, if they had, you Dude, know, if they had a star goalie... goalie I think Colorado, but... without a doubt in my mind, would be heading to the cup finals. Like, that's... Yeah, that's and the only, thing that you know, only separates them is the, the experience. I don't... like. Really. I know experience, in some cases, doesn't mean too much, but, mm-hmm. like, the St. Louis Blues, their young players have so many veterans mm-hmm. that can, you know, guide them, that can, you know, just, like, you know, give them an extra, like, like push. Yeah. And I, I see the series being close, but... Mm-hmm. This, you know, as much as you know, Colorado, I know, like, I want them to win. I think St. Louis is going to take this in seven. Just because the fact that yeah. their goal, just because they're goaltending, like, Bennington, I know yeah, he's so going to start and he's going to stay starting. I don't know if Bauer has mm-hmm. two bad games and they put, what's his name? Um, yeah, yeah. Francois, I forget his name. Anyways, like, the goaltending, mm-hmm. if I, anything I goes wrong it. for Colorado, I don't really know if, you know, their backup goalie can, you know, take them to the series. Like, he's a good backup goalie, no doubt about it, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah. One day, but... one day I think he could be a solid starter for the Avs, but yeah, I, I think I'm in the same boat as you where I just don't yeah, think that's they just, that's just one quite thing. have enough but in terms of goaltending. Other than that, like if Colorado can get a good goaltender, like if they had a better goaltender, I definitely think they would take the series. Well, that's it. But anyways, um, so prediction is Blues in seven mm-hmm. against yeah, Colorado. Sure. But moving on, Edmonton and Vegas. Oh, oh my goodness. What a mm-hmm. series. So as we mentioned before, we already discussed Edmonton, you know, McDavid, Drysaddle. Yeah. That alone is going to be a huge boost for Edmonton, like I mentioned. Mm-hmm. For Vegas, I I love Vegas's like yeah. their distribution of talent throughout the lineup. I think they they have more depth than Edmonton, in my opinion. Edmonton just has mm-hmm. the star power, like no doubt about it. But on defense, though, I have to give it to Vegas too because mm-hmm. they have Martinez, sure. Nate Schmidt. They just have they don't have stars, but they have yeah. players who know mm-hmm. their role. You know, like you know, who mm-hmm. have good chemistry. Because Martinez is a great, reliable defenseman, and then Shea yeah. Theodore is so underrated. I think he can be. Top two defensemen for Vegas mm-hmm. in the next couple of years. But the only thing is, yeah. is I feel like this might be mm-hmm. up to goaltending, not not necessarily. If Vegas can shut down one of McDavid or Drysaddle, then they have a chance. And if you know Mark Andre Fleury outplays Mike Smith, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, which is, if you ask me, that's Definitely. almost inevitable. Like it's just. Flurry is a much better goalie than Mike Smith. You know, it's not yeah, really that close. The thing that's that's where I, I, think I just have a feeling like Vegas is going to take this. I don't know about you. I feel like Vegas is six just because Vegas. Yeah, I, like, I think so too. They have more stability throughout mm-hmm. the team. It's more you know forward core is insane, but their goaltending is questionable. Defense is mm-hmm. you know decent. Vegas just has a good mix throughout the whole lineup. So. If if one night they're not scoring, yeah. they're playing defense and they're playing well. Exactly. Edmonton, if they're not scoring, then it's hard to rely on exactly. their defense and their goaltending to steal mm-hmm. the game. So I have Vegas taking this in six games. So yeah, yeah that's that. Exactly. So anyways, you can discuss the Eastern Conference Finals now. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be from looks for the rematch of last year. With uh, oh, no, no. Boston and Carolina. I don't see it being a sweep this time around. You know, I, I think that... I think that it's going to yeah. be actually oh, yeah. a five or six game series. So... Mm-hmm. I I still think Boston is going to take it. I'm just going to say that now. It's, you know, they, they've proven they're a you know, really good team. Obviously, Carolina is going to be, you know, really motivated to get back at Boston, but... You know, I just – I can't see them beating Boston. You know, Boston just has them – really the only area yeah. they don't have them outdone in is defense, and even that's close. You know, in terms of forwards, obviously, arguably the best line in the league for Boston. Richie uh, is a great addition because he's – They've had to their forward for depth with Kasha and Richie, one player. for sure. All right, exactly. so – He's mm-hmm, – Exactly. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I, I feel Boston like the series could be closer, but I don't really. Morazic is a starting goalie. That's no question you know, about it. But he's really, yeah. you know, 
like the high caliber goalie because once you get into those, yeah, exactly. If he was more consistent, yeah, once you get into like he had some games where like you need an elite goalie, it was terrible to carry you, you know, a little bit further. They don't know exactly. Oh, yeah, unless you're you know, unless you have like an outstanding. Forward oh yeah, defense of course. That's for sure. Like, yeah, Chicago of the thirteen season. I remember, you know, Crawford. I, I don't think he's the greatest goalie personally, but you know, he was just yeah. That's for sure. He didn't have right. to, you know really do a whole lot throughout that series or any of those series. You know, he's but uh, yeah. So I think I guess I, there's not a whole lot to All be right. said about that series. So you got Boston moving on to so, the finals. Yeah. All right, now this we got Vegas and the Blues. So mm-hmm. we'll go next to the Blues. This series, I I feel like there's I already mm-hmm. have an answer. I think Vegas is going to take it, just because they're basically the Blues, like the balanced yeah. team. Except I feel like Mark Stone is when he's going, mm-hmm. he's going. Hatcheretti, Tarasenko could. Yeah, Tarasenko could yeah, be a good, good sure. goal scorer, but I feel like he needs a, like, a very here. good center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, he does. Well, he can also – there's yeah. some nights where he can do it on his own. But you got to keep in mind he's also coming back from an injury, like, you know, one that's sidelined him for basically the entire season. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's all a matter of how well they can come back from that. But I really, I specifically, but um, it's gonna be close. But I just ultimately think Vegas, yeah, I, just I because think that's gonna be a really close series um, too. Just, just the like, you know, the balanced with a uh, balanced roster. Like they both have, both have balanced rosters. It's just Flurry also for goaltending. Flurry is more experienced. Mm-hmm. He's you know more used to the you know um, type of uh, circumstances. Like not mm-hmm. to mention like Bennington has been in the finals before, so he has experience. But Flurry like. I think this is one of his maybe his final year, and he can, yeah. you know, p- you know, play a really, really Flurry's, good hockey. Flurry's can, a, yeah, so, yeah. But Vegas just, I just love the way their team meshes, just mm-hmm. how it fits together. Like the Blues, together well, but Vegas just like, like Marsha So Riley Smith, like they're yeah. not like they, they don't like stand out when you just mention them. But the system they're playing in, the players they're playing with, this enhances their, mm-hmm. their so much. I just see Mark Stone taking a huge step. I don't know about you. I yeah, just have sure. I'm so high in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I am too. He's a really yeah. good player. You know, he's exactly. as good as he is. I feel like he's still underrated. You know, and that that says something when a player is yeah. regarded. And we're not going to forget that Vegas made like, to the just, finals. He does like, everything two years right. Ago. He's one of those guys. You know. Yeah, and like obviously you're going to be upset. Or- People yeah, like think that expansion team because they make it to the finals, see, you know, they're not upset. Like the yeah. players are upset about it. They still want to like university. Oh yeah, like yeah. I'm sure they can look back and talk, think about yeah how amazing yeah. the season so, that was. But at the same time, definitely, you know, like, I have Vegas winning like, this in oh, seven. This is going to be a dog fight. I feel like it might be seven or it may be mm-hmm. six. Well, probably yeah. Seven. I I think six just because it's on their home ice. Mm-hmm. They'll find a way, yeah, but yeah, have Vegas, and then that establishes our Stanley Cup Finals: mm-hmm. Boston and Vegas. 
Okay. All right. So um, we can each have, you know, talk about it, and mm-hmm. then we can both come mm-hmm. to a prediction in the end. So would you like to start off? Yeah. So, yeah, sure, I'll start it off. I think, uh, again, this one is another one that's going to be really, really close. And um, obviously you have elite two-way forwards on each side. Stone They're in Stone, yeah, Bergeron, Pastor, yeah. Pastor Naka, Bergeron, yeah. And, um, like, I just – obviously, again, you know, two elite goaltenders in Rask and Rask and Fleury there. And their defense – Yeah, I'd say they're about, I think about even. they're both, you know, kind of equal. Yeah. It's really going to be a battle of, you know, your bottom six. Yeah, exactly. You know, whoever's, whoever's bottom six yeah, knows the role best. Yeah, for me, I really feel like, you know, Boston but, has, uh, you know, the first yeah, line, which I, is undoubtedly one of the best lines in the NHL. I I really I I can definitely see mm-hmm. Vegas shutting it down because they have the personnel mm-hmm. to do it. But the thing is, like, yeah. in Vegas, their bottom six mm-hmm. is they're, they're good in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Like they produce the points, but I don't really see any of them like driving offense. I just see them like pitching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, neither do I. But well, that being said, yeah. You know, Definitely. We got two teams here. So this you know, is going to be. We're both very motivated after you know heartbreaking defeats in the finals. So you know, two teams that really mm-hmm. want to make a statement. You know, both definitely. Yeah, for the bottom there. six. But uh, yeah, I would I would give it to. Yeah, Bo- this one, Boston would have the bottom six advantage I think because it's a coin toss too, to be honest, I just say like, Coyle, DeBrusque, and Corrali like that. Their bottom six is is really mm-hmm. good for you know like the third and fourth line. Vegas though, like. They still have a great bottom six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's a coin toss, like you said. It's too difficult to yeah, predict who would win. Sure. And like, this may, like, who, whichever goalie plays better, they'll have a huge advantage. That's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, you know, playoffs is all about goaltending. You know, there's, there's not really a. Uh, like sure, there are series that I just yeah. have been decided on things other than I just see. But, uh, I don't know. know I just see Rask. I feel like he's a little bit more consistent than Flurry. Flurry's no, like you know, I, there are some stretches where he's like insane, like historical numbers. But he didn't really well. He didn't really show up too much in the Washington yeah. finals. But same with Rask. Like, he didn't really show up in the Blues finals. It was more of like you know, he was he was decent, but I feel like. Against the Carolina series, when yeah, Rask played, he was, he was good, amazing. Right? Same thing for Flurry against the Kings. Like, this is yeah, this is too yeah, difficult yeah. to decide. Exactly. Like, really one sided. But if I had to choose one. Yeah, I would probably choose. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be in seven um, games. There's no doubt. I just, I just think. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I feel like maybe maybe Boston might take it. I don't know. What, what are you thinking? Because they got the first line. I think so too. <laughs> they got the first line. They got Krejci, DeBrusque. They have Kasha yeah, now. Think, we don't know how I he's going to play, but he's never had enough experience. He's young. He's probably excited. Mm-hmm. And they just have they have yeah. Coyle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
There's third, you know, yeah, there's third like line Richie, is what I think Richie, is Coyle, the breaking point because having third line is an amazing boost to the lineup. I think so too. Not take away anything from Vegas, like Mark Stone, yeah. Patretti, mm-hmm, Dashney, sure. and then they have they have players like uh, Stevenson. They have Ryan Reeves in the fourth line. Their bottom six is is physical and gritty. They're hard to play against, mm-hmm. but. I just see Boston mm-hmm. winning this because of experience. They have a little mm-hmm. bit more veterans. There's Ron, like Krejci. They've been there before. They've gone to the finals. If they were to make it this year, it would be five times, I think. Would it be five times? No. Um, four times. Four. Yeah. Four. And their finals loss is more recent, One so 11, I think the they'd be 13. able to, you know, have it more, yeah, you know, four. think about it a little bit easier. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like this is going to be so close, and Boston mm-hmm. just by like by a hair. But anyways, so yeah, um, that's our so prediction. Too. So we choose Boston seven. Mm-hmm. But just looking back at the playoff tree, there were um there were some like mm-hmm. you know there were some really good series like Edmonton, Calgary, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. Like this. Like... Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think in the next couple of years, you know, it's going to be a very different NHL. You know, Ottawa, I think, is going to be certainly in the playoff picture. Maybe in about five years, yeah. Detroit could be a serious contender. You know, if we, it's, it's a That's great time sure. to be him. Well, maybe not right now because, you know, there's not a whole lot of, you know, hockey going on. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, other than that, you know, it's, it's going to be a really exciting next couple <sighs> of years. In the NHL, yeah. unless you're in Nashville. Anyway, so that wraps up our first episode. So just uh, before we, before we wrap it up, we'll tell you that we will be posting every Tuesday, I believe. So, right? We yeah we we could yeah, yeah every Tuesday, Tuesday or Friday, Friday well, one of those two, and sometimes even both. Just uh, also apologize that you know we're amateurs or that we don't have the top of notch equipment. So please, like, feel free to message us, like, on the <laughs> on the Anchor app. Just message us any ideas, mm-hmm. any topics you want to hear from us. And next week, I I think it will be about the draft. If I believe so, about the top prospects. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that that basically does it. So I think so. We will see you guys next week. All right, take care, man. Mm-hmm.